1: Talking sass, back here again with another episode. So excited because today I have another great participant in the Remix Fury Women's Championship match coming up October 22nd. But don't forget, make sure, if you guys wanna know who my guests are ahead of time, and get the podcast early. Don't forget to check out patreon.com slash sassy and you can check out, of course, me on all my socials at sassy Steffy, so you can find out all the latest information on talking sass. But back to the guest today. I'm so excited to get to talk to her first time actually meeting her. She is the queen of the silver screen. This is Miss Katie Arquette. Hey, how's it going, Katie? Hey, I'm doing really well. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, well, thank you for being a part of it. When Remix reached out to me to ask me to do the episodes featuring all the girls for the uh, right now vacant championship, (laughs) I was like, of course, I have to do this. I mean, it's such a great show. I've been a part of it. I'm a former two time Remix Fury champion. So like, I am just excited because all four of you are actually debuting as as wrestlers because Danny Moe, obviously, she's very accomplished within Mm -hmm. remix but as facades manager so now it's her debut as her wrestling so it's a chance for everybody to get to know you guys all on an equal level and i'm so excited (laughs) because remix is awesome like honestly wrestling up and down the road for how many ever years it was i think 14 (laughs) remix was one of my ultimate favorite places to wrestle they respect women's wrestling so much and always took very good care of everybody in the locker room. So I'm so excited that you guys are going to get to be a part of this family now.
2: Yes. Hell yeah. I, when I got um, asked to be a part of the show, I was really excited because remix has been somewhere that I've been wanting to work for a while. And the fact that it's with all three of these other women and not even know, realizing that this would be Danny's wrestling debut at mm-hmm. remix. Cause I have seen her there as a manager
1: for facade. Um, so I'm really, really excited. So,
2: three of my favorite opponents.
1: So I'm excited to get in there. That's another thing you you three are very familiar with each other. So like, I think that's going to bring like another great dynamic to the match is that you three are you four actually all know each other and you have experience with one another. Now it's going to be for the vacant women's championship and it's going to be the bomb. But before we talk more about remix, which just happens to be October 22nd at 630 PM in Marietta, Ohio. Let's talk more about you because I mean, you're still relatively new to the business. You're about five, a little more than five years in. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, how is it for you coming into the wrestling business at this time? Cause I mean, you're coming in with women's wrestling being such a great place that it is right now.
2: Yeah, I, I, it's it's been a little over five years now. And I think it's like the best timing when women's wrestling really started to take a, a huge turn from not only just Divas, but women's wrestlers and started getting that respect and appreciation um, that so many of us have been wanting for such a long time. So it's it's been an incredible time. Um, I've learned so much. My favorite part is just like enjoying the ride, you know, taking it all in because I've said a million times over and over. There's no right or wrong end goal, whatever you strive to do, wherever you can go and then just take in every opportunity. So it's it's been pretty surreal these last five years. I've had a lot of amazing opportunities, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little more in detail. Um, and, you know, it's been a challenge considering that COVID hit in the middle of my time as a wrestler. So, you know, debuting in 2017 and then having about three years to just, you know, get out there, learn, get different levels of experience and trying to perfect my own craft to then experiencing a pandemic and, you know, trying to get away and, um, you know, adapt to those levels to where I am now and just really showing everything that i have to offer and it's gotten me to this point so it's been pretty great
1: <laughs> that's awesome and like i was reading some of your like previous like uh interviews and stuff like that and you you talk about you know obviously coming out of the divas and then you know the women's wrestling portion of it but you credit lita a lot with being <laughs> one of your inspirations and i mean coming from me i started probably right around the time the divas Era ended well, it's maybe still going a bit because it was in 2007 when I debuted. And Lita is one of my inspirations, too. I mean, she just transcends, I think, so many different generations of women within wrestling.
2: Yeah, she 100% did she she has so much uh, that people don't realize that she can do because you know she did you know come out well you know where she was with like the hardys and just like on her own individual stand. And you know, and then a little bit with edge like she's just got she's progressed in so many different levels and she's always been a big inspiration to me because she's this badass, you know, like just a, a female wearing what she wore, which was so taboo and and doing the things that she did, like it, it just was a huge inspiration to me and it motivates me. Um, So she's someone that I, I look up to wholeheartedly.
1: Well, I have to agree with you because like you think about it before Lita, a lot of the women were blondes, you know, a certain body type and then you have Lita come out who has fire engine red hair and then she's even before she started wrestling per se in WWE anyway, with the Hardy boys and on her own, she was with S.A. Rios and she was doing moonsaults off the top rope, which you had never seen a woman do in WWE at the time. And I mean, she just like the way, of course I I give so much credit to so many different women for the way that professional wrestling is now, (laughs) but like it gave women who didn't look like Trish Stratus, Tori Wilson, you know, people like that who are still beautiful in their own rights, of course, but they gave other people hope that, hey, I don't have to look like Trish Stratus to go out there and wrestle. And I think that was a big turning page for a lot of women when it came to wrestling. I mean, if you were around back then, you knew, of course, on the independence, you had people like Cheerleader, Melissa, Lufisto. um mercedes martinez Sarah mm-hmm. del rey allison danger daisy hayes all these women that were of different body sizes and stuff like that but that's what what wasn't portrayed on tv but then it, once you find that like it was a totally like door opener i find for so many different women
2: 100 percent, especially those like like you said like i didn't even know what the independent circuit was so i had no idea who all these other women's wrestlers were that did show different body types, hair color, different thing like that. Um, So yeah, getting a chance to see Lita on a big, you know, TV screen and her looking the way that she did, it made me feel like, okay, because like you said, nothing to discredit, like Trish and, and everyone, but it was just, wow, this person, this person speaks to me and i didn't even realize it was it was red hair i was just like she has dark hair she is she's wearing all black i I love hot topic and you know so it was like (laughs) i i love her we're we're exactly the same just minus tattoos
1: (laughs) yeah exactly she but i mean she was mad you even put it that way like if you look at the women's wrestling world now today you see a lot more tattoos and it because of lita became more you know less taboo and more you know you can have tattoos and it's not a big deal. Whereas, you know, you never saw that really in WWE or Independence either, I guess, a little bit. Certain women did, but it wasn't like, tattoos I didn't think were as seen as a beautiful piece of art on a woman back then. They were seen as, oh, that woman has a tattoo, like, oh, like whatever and then you know you get all sorts of different judgments but she pushed those boundaries I'm glad she did so yes yes (laughs) because like I said it led the way for a lot of things I mean of course you've got to give credit to the women's evolution but before that you know it was them and of course my idol sensational Sherry so like even going back to Mula and Mae Young I mean there's so many game changers that have just changed their way for women's wrestling nowadays and I love it But let's talk more (laughs) about your accomplishments. You you even kind of talked about the little opportunities that you have. And I was telling you before we got started, I was really excited about this, is that the night a couple of weeks ago where you were on AEW Dark against Serena Deeb, and then you were in a six woman tag on Monday Night Raw and 411 Mania and John Thorne from AIW. Maybe other people too, these are just the two that I saw guys, don't don't (laughs) at me, okay? Those two people were like, oh, she's pulling a Rick Rude and she's on two (laughs) wrestling programs in the same night. And I was like, that is freaking amazing. I know there's, (laughs) there's one other person now in this, this generation that has been able to do that as well, but I'm not talking to them, so they don't matter right now. <laughs> we'll talk to them later, maybe some other time. But pulling a Rick Rude, being a woman doing it is just amazing. And I mean, I'm old school that way. I love when anybody can pull a reference out like that. So it's fantastic. How was that night for you? I'm sure it was social media. It must have been blowing up. It really was. And honestly, I didn't really
2: get a chance to look at any of my social media until the very end of the night when I finally got home. Um, So it it was so surreal. I didn't even think that, oh yeah, elevate, AEW Elevation will be airing or premiering tonight or airing, sorry, you know, yeah. for Monday. And I'm like, oh, wow, I'm actually gonna be on two different platforms. Like it just didn't hit me at first. And then, you know, finally catching up on social media, I was like, wow, they're making this comparison. I didn't even realize that, you know, I didn't put two and two together. And I think it's funny, I actually just uh, was talking to someone else about this. So I I like that you brought it up, is the fact that when I saw that I was being compared to Rick Rude, because I I pulled a Rick Rude, um, in the first female, because yes, there is someone else who had done it, they wrestled, but I'm the first female to do it. I hated Rick Rude growing up. He was such, he did exactly what he did he got a lot of heat a lot of hate and i was one of those people that gave it to him (laughs) i just you know just everything about him his demeanor the way he came out i'm like i cannot stand this person and then you know i going through my entire story and then seeing that night i'm like you know what i'll take it because he was pretty cool too in the long run
1: so (laughs) yeah well now that you're in the business and you understand more you know you're not a little kid though and like this guy is just arrogant you know yes <laughs> and you like he was playing that character and like just he did it so phenomenally you know yes. and oh, i loved it i loved it <laughs> and like i said to be a woman being compared to someone who is such a legend in the business anyway I, like kudos to you girl Killing thank you it. thank you i love it i love it <laughs> and then of course that match you had on wwe that night i mean you had like i said the match with serena d who is Amazing. I mean, she's called a professor for a reason. Absolutely nice. great. And then you were in the ring with three other women who are great on their own right too. You have Bianca Belair, who is currently WWE Women's Champion. You have Alexa Bliss, who is just ridiculously talented and how many accolades she has, and Oscar as well, with all of her accolades on WWE on Monday Night Raw TV, just <laughs> killing it. And my husband doesn't watch wrestling with me that much, but he was watching that night with me. And I'm like, oh, look, I'm gonna be interviewing these girls soon. He was like, okay, so he's watching it just to check it out. And he was like, that one right there is my favorite. I'm like, oh, that's Katie Arquette. I was like, yeah, so he he thought you did the absolute best that night. So congratulations. Thank you so much. That means so much to me. Yeah, he's I mean, a former pro wrestler too. So it's not like he's just somebody like sitting on the side, but like, oh, I you know, I just like this girl. No, he knows like how it is to bump and everything. So he was like she did the absolute best so.
2: Well, thank you. I I really appreciate that. I mean, the whole night was pretty crazy and just being able to be in that ring and not knowing it was going to happen. I'm glad I was able to make an impression like that. Um you know, I'm not sure if you've seen other anything else, but anyone who did see me for the very first time live on raw, you, you know, I'm glad I made that impression. My gear was new. I made sure to, you know, touch up my makeup a little differently that night just in case anything were to happen. So I'm, I'm glad I was able to make that impression for a, a lot of people.
1: Well, like you said, these opportunities. I mean, you had that fantastic opportunity, and who knows down the line what's going to come? Because I I was an extra a few times with WWE too, but I never made it into a match. Like I did No Way Jose stuff, I did Rosebud stuff, but never a match. But I mean, to have that kind of confidence from backstage with WWE to go out and have a match with three women who are so incredibly accomplished, so completely over to that, I mean, that has to say a lot about their thoughts towards you. So who knows if a tryouts down the line, or you never know, you yeah. can be signed within the next six months.
2: <laughs> that, I mean, that would be absolutely incredible. I, I mean, everything you just said is definitely what went through my mind, but I also had to keep it on the back burner of my mind to remember like, this is another ring. These are just a little bit more fans you're in with you know more experienced professionals we're going to go out there we're going to do the same thing I do. Every week and i'm going to feel confident while i'm doing it so then yeah coming to the back it's all like I did it and I did it with these women and I did it on this stage in front of this many people in my hometown, so I hope that I was able to make a really great impression, I mean uh, we were um, stopped you know, right in the back by Triple H and Stephanie. And, you know, they th- they thank us all individually. And I thought that meant a lot because they're busy. They have a lot going on, especially on a Monday night. So, you know, the fact that they took it out of their way to take a couple minutes just to thank us. And, you know, um, I was like, I just hope we we made it look good. And they're like, no, you did it. You did it just right. So who knows? It could lead to many more possibilities, but at least they know what I'm like in ring. So if I continue to do extra work, maybe that could eventually lead to a tryout anything else. So I'm excited to see what comes.
1: (laughs) Well, I definitely wish you the best of luck on that. Because I mean, obviously, you said, you know, whatever your goals happen to be, it's, it depends on each person. But obviously, I mean, being an extra for WWE, you kind of know, that's the route you want to go, because there's a whole process that I don't think people understand to getting to be an extra for WWE. So, you know, obviously, that's a route you want to go, I wish you the best of luck with that. And then I wish you also the best of luck with the Remix Pro Wrestling. I want to get more into this, how you guys were all familiar with each other. I mean, the championship right now is vacated. It was formerly, excuse me, I can talk. Today. <laughs> formally. it was uh, Madison Rayne, But of course, with her duties with AEW, she's unable to defend it. So now we have the vacant Fury Women's Championship for you guys. And do you know the history of this title? Like the women that have held this belt?
2: I've only known a a few, I don't know the extent of it, but
1: I know it's been held by a a lot of well-known women. So. Me personally, I look at this list and I'm like, how the hell am I even on this list? Especially (laughs) twice. The first champion was Sarah Del Rey. Of course, she is a trainer at WWE now. Mm -hmm. You have myself, then you have Hayley Hatred who was well accomplished all across the world. You have myself again, you have Tessa Blanchard, who has been, she's blown up since she's, you know, started in the business, basically everywhere in the world. Then you have (laughs) Britt Baker, who's obviously in AEW doing her thing, doing amazing things. And then you have Madison Rain, which, like I said, she was in Impact for probably 15 years, and now she's at AEW as a coach and also an in-ring competitor, which I, I couldn't imagine having the stress of both of those things going through my head in one night, but obviously she's doing it and doing it well. So those are the champions. I mean, like I said, I don't I don't know how I deserve to be on that list because no. they're so accomplished. But whoever ends up- credit. Oh, thank you. But the whoever ends up being the champion on the 22nd, that's quite the uh, names to live up to.
2: Oh, absolutely. I didn't even realize that some of them were, I mean, I had heard Sarita Ray, I've heard, um, you know Tessa Blanchard and of course Britt Baker you know I remember her having that um the, the title uh, a few years back and she had brought it to Pittsburgh and so it was really cool to see that and it just made me want to even more be a part of Remix because I know how incredible their roster is how incredible the fan base is and how loyal they are it's like I want a shot I want to have a moment and I think this is that time for you know put everything out there and you know, hope for the best and see if I can make that amazing list of names.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've been talking to obviously the promoter of remix and I'm like, I need to know who's heels and faces and who's this and that. And I'm like, I'm like, even though I'm not going to physically be there, like I'm going to be listening and looking on Twitter and everything to find out what's going on. Because again, you guys all extremely talented. And the roster is extremely talented. I mean, the amount of names that they've had on these shows, I mean, just the just the people that I have faced at remix, I've Velvet Sky, Amazing Kong, Maria Canellis. I mean, they're always they're so respectful of women's wrestling. The fans are one of a kind. I was a heel 99% of my career. And in remix, they just turned me. I was a baby face. And I was like, I don't even know how to do this. But they just <laughs> they're so loving they're so into the matches you guys are going to have such a great time i'm so excited for all four of you
2: thank you i'm just excited to be a part of the moment and, and to be with three of competitors that i've had the opportunity to be in the ring with multiple times and to be able to share this performance with them i'm i'm so so excited
1: well katie i thank you so much for coming on talking sass I am going to be rooting for all of you, to be honest, I can't pick one, so I'm going to be rooting for all of you, but I wish you the best of luck and I hope that in the future I'll be able to have you on again so we can talk more about your accomplishments and hopefully even post that title there on your shoulder during our our interview absolutely thank you so much again for having
2: me and we will definitely do another one of these for sure
1: <laughs> all right thank you this is sassy Steffi and katie arquette we'll see you guys next time
0: hey this is a total package you're listening to the voc nation you don't miss out hey guys before we get started i just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast and i want to tell you guys all about it Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet, as well as Dr. John, as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to prowrestlinginterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, Pro Wrestling Interviews. .com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stroh Maestro, Cassie Fist, Matt Grimm. And you know Later there too, right, Will? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And uh, didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation.
1: Yo, this is Jerry Styles of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs nah, here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby.
0: VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOC Nation. Phil Apter has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight? 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill Apter's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts.
2: Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag
0: Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month... Apter's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us of this new prospect Well, I'll is? tell you, Bill, I've searched the world and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... Well, well, what's that? your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino?
2: Well, I think...
0: Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an LA champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is Bill Apter and once again we're speaking here with Bruno Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiants? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did
2: not have anything to do
0: Well, yes, but the whole thing is this, that the rules, as I always understood them, was that you, the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation.